Hello, everyone, and welcome to Birth Your Vision podcast. And so on today's episode, my wonderful guest, Jennifer Evans, she will be joining me on the show and she's going to be talking about how to create a successful business without overwhelm and burnout. And so I'm so excited. But just to just before we welcome Jennifer to talk to us about this amazing topic today, let me just tell you a little bit about Jennifer. So Jennifer Evans, aka Zen Jen, <laughs> she is an expert at freeing women from overwhelm, feeling frazzled and worn out. Um, she shows her clients how to consistently, right, quiet the monkey mind and negative self-taught creating calm, balance, clarity, and confidence. Jennifer is the founder of Zen Jen and best-selling author. She has been working with clients' well-being for over 15 years. And, um, you know, she has the honor to be able to see a client transform as they become fearless and odious. So um, she's also inspired them and also very much give them the opportunity to be energized. Um, living a life fulfilled financially, successfully, and happy. And so I'm so excited to welcome Jennifer today. Um, so welcome, Jennifer. Thank you so much for coming to the show. Thank you, Hannah. Thank you very much for inviting me. And I'm really excited to be talking about this topic and, and sharing some really helpful tools and strategies for, for the listeners. Thank you so much, Jennifer. So good to see you. So let's just dive right in. Um, you know, your story is a story that is very powerful. I know that you've been through some challenges in life, you know, in terms of you getting to the level that you're in at this moment. Could you just share with us briefly about your journey? Yes, yes, of course. Um, so my looking, looking after people or wanting to help people started when I was really young. And I used to actually help my mum's migraines through touch and healing. Um, so I thought that was a normal thing. And it wasn't until I was older in my teens um, that I started to get teased a lot. Um, right. So I squashed that down <laughs> because I wanted to belong. I wanted to feel normal. Yeah. Um, I just want to be ridiculed and called a weirdo. So I squashed that down and I went into a normal life of of a, um, into the corporate world. I was in the corporate world for 15 years. Wow. Uh, and I just, I came to the point where I was just no longer fulfilled. I just, it was meaningless or it just, it wasn't fulfilling. It wasn't bringing me joy. Yes. Um, I was worn out, fed up, uh, fed up of the unequal pay, um, you know, compared to my male counterparts. Right. And, so I thought I decided to come back to helping helping others. And I started back into a holistic practice with mm. reflexology and massage um, and Reiki. And that automatically started to unfold and develop, evolve into coaching. Yes. Um, and as you said, I've had many challenges. Um, my people that know me, my... Uh, those that are closest to me have described me as a freedom seeker, bit of a rebel, yeah. um, lover of life and adventurer, um, and I'm an activator of possibility. So Ooh. I've traveled all through, I've worked throughout Europe, I've lived in Canada for 10 years, and I now live in Italy 
living yeah. my my dream life, a life I love. Mm. Um, but it, things haven't been easy, as you said, lots of challenges. Yes. And eight, nine years ago, I left Canada with two suitcases, 2,000 pounds in my pocket, two divorces, <laughs> and my dog. <laughs> so I, I started from scratch again, building up my business. And yeah, it was, you know, it was a tough road. Yeah. Um, I've always been very positive, but it's a struggle when you're trying to do everything by yourself. Yeah. Um, and, and think, you know, I just, I did, a, I've invested a huge amount of time, effort and money into my journey, both yes. my personal journey and my journey for my business so mm. that I can be of best service, best, the best contribution I can be. So uh, that's where I am today. Fantastic. Right. Awesome. <laughs> so I love. Yeah, absolutely. So I heard you talk about divorce, you know, after two divorces, how was you able to actually bounce back? Because that must have had a knock on effect on your life, you know, an impact somehow on your well-being and your mental health. And so how was you able to actually bounce back? Um, I think I took a long look at myself. Yes. Um, because I was really fed up with the repeating patterns. Um, mm. And, after, you know, I looked at what could have been done better in those yeah. marriages, how I could have been better. Mm. Um, and I realized actually a lot, you know, there's a lot of things that I could change for myself. Right. I could get ready to, to meet the person, you know, that would be the right man for me, my, my perfect match. Um, so that, you know, I went on the journey of self-discovery, yes. personal mastery and, and mm -hmm. let go of so much, um, so that I could just, I came to a point where not much phased me. Um, I stopped taking things personally, right. a huge step, not taking mm -hmm. things personally, realizing that a lot of what was going on wasn't about me. Yes, um, and actually filling myself with self worth and self love. Mm. My self esteem, you know, hit rock bottom. I can so, imagine. Um, I did a lot of, I call it work, and it, yeah. yes, some of it was cha very challenging. Mm -hmm. But um, every single moment of that was worth it. And I now, I you know, I I have so much love for myself. Yes, self worth that it's not. It doesn't block me anymore. It doesn't stop me from stepping out of my comfort zones um yes. because i deserve you know we all deserve we're all worthy we all deserve mm. it um so that was a big um step up for me realizing absolutely my yeah yes absolutely i think self-care self-love those things are very important mm -hmm. especially for women sometimes we're so hard on ourselves right yeah. And it's just about giving ourselves grace and the opportunity to be able to kind of step out of our circumstances, because sometimes our circumstances has a lot of impact on our thinking, on our mindset. Yeah. And, you know, with you being a transformational coach, um, tell us a bit more about your role as a transformational coach. What do you do? So it, it goes when, when I'm coaching, um, I'm, you know, it's the I respect the person's journey because it's yes. their journey. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I coach, but I also teach. 
um, for those that are willing and open. And the things that the tools that I give, they they shift you on a cellular level. Yeah, it's not, it's not all just about being mindful of your thoughts. Being mindful is a big part of it. Mm -hmm. But it's going beyond that, going into the body and making energetic shifts. Yes. So my clients actually, they actually feel the shift in their body. And it's like this, you literally, you can see it and they feel it. It's like this weight has been lifted off their shoulders. Yeah. And they become, their eyes become, you know, they, they become more, their eyes are brighter. They're like, and they, they almost, it's like that. It's, it's yeah. such a wonderful thing to see. So there's lots Absolutely. of those little lots of those little shifts that happen on that cellular level so mm. it's not all just and there's mindfulness as well but it's yeah. the powerful stuff the transform transformation transformative stuff is, yes it's the energetic shifts within their body mm, absolutely i think sometimes we need to think with the hand in mind you know that gives us that optimism in terms of looking forward to the transformation and the outcome of that you know, as a client, it's important for us to think of where would we be? What does what does um, what does it look like to finish? You know, at the end, and for us to kind of look at what it would it would look like when we get to the finishing part, when we've actually received the transformation, and like you've just described it, you know, that feeling of happiness, of joy, you know, I've I've overcome something or I've achieved something, which is really important. So, you know, tell us a little, bit, a little bit more about, you know, overwhelm and burnout. So, for example, those who are just starting their business, sometimes they do carry quite a lot of weight. And those weights, you know, is in different forms. It could be um, not having enough clarity, not even sure about what they're doing. And so that could actually kind of be the beginning of them kind of carrying so much weight and that overwhelms them. And, you know, brings in burnout really from the get go before they even kickstart their business. So, you know, what kind of impact, you know, can a, a business have, can, it, can um, overwhelmingness have on a business, especially new startups? Well, it, it keeps us very stuck because, yeah. you know, we, we become very overwhelmed with all the things and we have an idea um, and then the, the, the self-doubt creeps in. Yes. And, and there's a huge amount of judgment around ourselves, which stop us. So mm. when, we, when we feel out overwhelmed, we, we, it keeps us stuck. It's, it creates brain fog, so we can't think clearly. Yeah. Um, as you said, Hannah, we, there's not much clarity. You know, when we don't have clarity, we don't know what direction to go in. Yeah. Um, so and we become tired so then we don't have the energy to do it and mm. a lot of people will give up before they've started because it's all too much so yes. take control of the feeling overwhelmed is really key to creating a successful effortless business um because we can push and push and push um which creates more overwhelm but when we're pushing we're not giving ourselves as you said earlier grace we're not giving ourselves enough space mm. um, so all that pushing is exhausting and we become more yes. overwhelmed so yeah at the at the very at the very worst we give up um at the very best we struggle on and it affects our families and our relationships yeah. 
and it affects, it affects our personal well-being. And of course, the success of our business is if you can't show up in your business switched on and energized and focused, then you're not going to create a successful business. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, give us one or two tips for us to be able to kind of overcome the overwhelmingness, especially for first time business owners. It's really important, <laughs> really, really important. Yeah. To, as you said earlier, self-care mm. and, and, and self-care. I don't mean just I don't mean having a day at the spa. Right. I mean, that's great and awesome if you can do it but you can do self-care in five or ten minutes and and self-care is something that just helps you ground yourself mm. lift yourself yes. um, so anything going outside and taking some fresh air um and actually scheduling in some self-care into your day every mm. single day um and it also that's just one thing that is, but it's key. To, when we look after our, how we feel, when we look after our alignment, so yeah. feeling good and keeping ourselves uplifted and raising our we will create energy yeah. and inspiration and motivation. So self-care is really key to, and something that I do that's a really, something that I do that's, I've started to do a couple of years, um, about 18 months, a couple of years ago, that's really impacted my energy levels, is I do reset breaks. I like that. Tell us a little yeah. bit more about it. Yeah, so a reset is, or a refresh break, if you want to call it refresh, I quite like the word mm. refresh break. <laughs> if you start to, if you're, say for example, we're on this, we're doing this podcast now. Yes. So before, if I had something on after this, before I'd start my next project or my next call, my next meeting, whatever it might be, yeah. I'd just go and refresh or reset. So I'd go walk away from my computer, yeah. go outside if I can, make myself a drink and just breathe, slow down, breathe deeply. And it, it'll help, it helps just take that break between one project to the next. Um, the other thing that you can do when you're when your body starts aching, when you start getting a bit stiff, and yeah, you're aching or your back or you're getting a headache, that's your body letting you know it's time to take a break. A break. So really listen to what your body's telling you. Yes. And even when your computer starts to mess about, <laughs> you know, it starts slowing down. Yes. Instead of standing there getting or sitting there getting frustrated. Mm. walk away have a break <laughs> and you will come back much more refreshed and energized and ready to take the next step of your of your day yes absolutely and also something that I do is I actually take a nap <laughs> yes I take a nap because sometimes when I sleep I'm able to now feel kind of refreshed and energized when I wake up and so my my head is full of ideas so I just need to get that sleep in just to give myself that little break so it's very important like you said self-care is not just about you getting your nails done or going to the spa self-care can just be you stepping out of you know that environment that space and giving yourself the time 
to focus, to rethink about something that you want to actually achieve, which is very important. And so, you know, that brings me to, you know, tell us about, you know, the common causes of overwhelm, especially for women in business. As you know, women, we sometimes struggle to kind of balance because we wear so many hats. We're mothers, we're wives. um, We help our children with their homework. There's always something to do. We're helping a family member. So as a woman, what are the common causes, you know, of overwhelm for women in business? Well, one of them, as you said, is doing way too much. Yeah. And, and not asking for help or having the feeling that you're, you have to get everything done. Yeah. Um, so we don't always prioritize and look at, well, does that really matter? Do I have to get that done today? Is there somebody else that can help me? Or does it need need doing at all? Exactly. Um, Something as silly as ironing. You know, I have a lot of clients that iron everything. I'm like, why? (laughs) I can't not iron something. And I'm like, just try it. Just try reducing your ironing. And it's just, I know it sounds really silly, but it's like, oh my God, I'm not iron this. And you can't tell. Yeah, it's It's a habit. It is a habit, exactly. Yeah. Um, but so some of the things, yes, we do way too much. We put too many expectations on ourselves. Absolutely. And we also have expectations from our families and our loved ones, mm. as well as society and culture. Yeah. So we feel we create these identities based on the expectations mm. from society and culture and loved ones. Yes. So, um, you know, if we don't have boundaries, we do, we become worn out. Um, some of the other causes are second-guessing yourself. Mm-hmm. Never, that you, whatever you're doing, it's never enough. Yeah. We're very good at that. Um, and never not feeling good enough. Putting, not having a plan. So I'm very much, as I said, I'm a freedom seeker, so I don't like too many constraints. But I have to have a loose plan yeah. for my, you know, I have a vision, I have a very, very clear vision, but if I don't have a plan, then I don't get the things done that I want, not should get done, but mm. I want to get done. Yeah. That will, impact, that will have an impact on my business. So it's, you know, not planning, being very, creates being, you know, we get very scattered and distracted. Yes. Um, other things that create overwhelm, looking, oh, <laughs> Of course, perfection. We're always, oh. we, we want to get it right. We want to be perfect. Yeah. We can't do anything. I can't do this because I'm not perfect. My script's not perfect. Or I haven't thought about this. I haven't prepped it. How many times do you need to do a video <laughs> before, you, <laughs> before you post it? Exactly. Yeah, just just do it. And um, also comparing ourselves with others. Yes. You know, that's, a, that's a big one. Of, mm-hmm. um, causes of overwhelm as we said before judgment yes self-doubt uh then and yeah just putting way too much on our plates over committing to everybody Mm. um and not taking the time out for ourselves not giving ourselves the space and the grace as you said um and we also put a lot of personal pressure on ourselves. Absolutely, yeah, we do. Yeah, we we do. We have, and that's 
we we do that and the underlying cause of all of that of seeking approval looking for validation trying mm. to be perfect trying to manage everyone and everything yeah feeling like we've done enough mm -hmm. all comes down to us not being good enough and not feeling worthy enough which indeed is, which is historical which yeah is, being a woman it it's historical you know we still we still aren't paid equally with men in the, mm. in the private sector yes and we got the vote just over you know just over a hundred years ago we had to our husbands were the one that kept the purse strings and we had to ask our husbands to do can we do this can we do that right and then if we go further back we were burnt as witches you know? <laughs> so there's that her, that we've carried all of that with us mm. um, and we're moving through that now we're changing it and we're it's like this new level of femininity and it, it's, yeah. not about, it's not about being a feminist but it's like I'm taking back my power yeah I, I want to feel empowered I want to make my own decisions and that's why so many women I think mm. um, are looking to create their own business so that they can have their own set their own schedules be their own boss you know earn the earn the money that they're worth yes mm. absolutely i love what you said about you know um women now stepping up and becoming their own bosses mm -hmm. becoming their own business leaders which is truly amazing um you've really touched on the historical parts of it you've touched on um you know the habits things that we do as women. And so it's really about us really kind of making a change and looking for those areas that we can actually make improvements on. Now you've mentioned quite a lot of things, you know, people, women thinking that they're not enough, they want to be perfect, but sometimes you don't, you don't have to be perfect. You just have to start where you are, you know? And so it's about striking a balance once and for all and basically looking at how you can actually schedule your time properly on your calendar and also trying to do what you can and then outsource certain things if you know that you can't really do that as well. And also not to really take everything too personally, like you said before. <laughs> and, um, you know, set goals and celebrate your achievements because sometimes, sometimes we may feel like we haven't really achieved a lot as women. But to be quite honest, if I was to kind of ask maybe five women to make a list of what they've actually achieved within a period of a year, you will see that the whole notepad will be filled with lots of great accomplishment. And I feel like sometimes women do not, achieve, you know, you know, do not celebrate themselves enough. And to be quite honest, you can only be your number one leader. Your, I mean, your number one cheerleader. And um, if you don't cheer yourself on, you don't. You shouldn't really expect other people to cheer you on. So it's important that women should step up and to be more confident and really believe in themselves that they are enough, which is truly amazing. So thank you so much for really covering that in a great way. And I wanted to look at, you know, some of the signs, you know, what are the signs that we can actually recognize? How do we recognize these signs of overwhelm and burnout? And how can we actually deal with it as we see it coming? Overwhelm is a sneaky thing. Yeah isn't it i mean it sneaks up on you and before you know it you you are you're exhausted and drained. yes so some of the signs um i find starting to get a little bit irritated mm. with, with our loved ones 
<laughs> it's usually a good sign that we're starting to feel a bit edgy and a bit yeah. Um, so yeah, if we're a bit snappy with our partners or our children or mm -hmm. our siblings, um, that's a good sign. Feeling tired. Yeah. That's quite, you know, feeling tired. It's not just and the, the fact that you're not maybe sleeping very well because you're not able to relax your brain. That's right. Um, so disturbed sleep patterns is a good sign. Um, being a bit moody, so not just irritable, but in general moody. Um, getting upset, so we getting a bit emotional. And yes, of course, as women, there are hormones involved in that. Yeah. So when we are hormonal, um, it's even more important to notice those signs. Mm. Be aware and do some do some things about it, uh, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, the other things are, yeah, so moody, upset, irritable, yes. quick to anger as well, frustrated. That's a big one. You know, if your laptop gets a bit slow, instead of going, oh, okay, I'm going to walk mm. away, we get angry with it, we get frustrated. Um, we take even more. We take more things personally yes and so it's it's about being aware of how you how you feel it emotionally yeah um and how you're reacting to people or situations so if you and and how much energy you have in your body and the other good sign is having headaches right some kind of discomfort in the body on mm -hmm. a, you know on a more consistent basis because as i said before the body will tell you what you need to know. So if you are feeling out of sorts, overwhelmed, your body will let you know whether that's whether that settles in your stomach, in yes. your lower back, your head, um, you know, tension in your neck and shoulders because you're carrying. Um, it's being aware of your body and listening to that. Mm. And noticing those little telltale signs of moods irritability frustration yes definitely and, and you become serious mm. I think with, especially as women we've got so much to look you know we, we are the nurturers we tend to you know we're nurturing we tend to be nurturing so we're taking care of a lot of things and we forget to play yes we become serious and we forget how to laugh and have fun sometimes definitely I mean, um, you know, is it possible to actually recover from burnout? Because sometimes burnout doesn't really go away um, on its own, but rather sometimes it gets worse unless you actually address the underlying issue that's actually causing it. And so, you know, if we now decide to ignore it, it can actually cause further harm during, you know, um, our business, you know, along the line somewhere. So, um, you know, is it possible to actually recover from it? Yes, um, yes, it is. Uh, just so some of the things when you start to notice you're irritable. Yeah. As well, yeah. Um, so nipping it in the bud, as it were. Mm. Deep breathing is really key. So using the diaphragm, if anyone's done any yoga or any singing, um, yeah. you breathe through your diaphragm and you mass as you're breathing in and breathing out. You yeah. breathe out like a beach ball and breathe back in and suck the belly back so you're massaging your adrenals slowing down adrenaline and producing endorphins 
so that's uplifting and energizing so that right. is the easiest freest thing you can ever do is breathe properly um and and taking a break going for a walk in nature um is my always my go-to just if there's a park that you can you know park that you can walk to uh wherever there's green wherever there's trees it's a green is a healing color yes no coincidence that all the trees and plants are green mm. um so yeah breathing and taking taking a step away slowing right down so in terms of coming back from feeling burnt out yeah when you are really burnt out you you have to you have to slow right down and reduce the amount of things that you're doing whether that's in the home or in the business um, and really look at what's important what really matters and what is it the minimum that i can do right now depending on how burnt out you are because some yeah. people need need to step away for three to six months right you know um and because if you keep ignoring that you will you will become you know there's potential for a huge amount of anxiety depression and and dis disease you know illness mm. so your body will keep knocking you back and letting you yeah. know and stopping you until you listen um so you might need to step away but certainly if you are starting to feel burnt out you need to take longer breaks you need to do less and the biggest thing um don't do something like yoga or something that's not high impact because that's adrenaline related you need to be slowing down your adrenals because mm. your adrenals are on overload your stress your you know you're in flight or fight um so you need to really get yourself back into that equilibrium of the body um do things that you really enjoy find hobbies that you enjoy yeah um, if, you know we're all creative in our own way and that could be through painting, writing, figuring out puzzles. Um, it could be fashion. It could be baking or cooking, gardening, photography. So, you know, there's so many creative things that we can do. Hmm. Um, so when we're more in our creative zone, which is our on our right side of our brain, And it, again, it energizes us. Creativity will always energize us because yes. it, it's more expansive and it feels you're doing something you love. When you do something you love, you feel energized, but it's hard to get there from feeling burnt out. Mm -hmm. So the first thing is to really self-care in terms of gentle walks, out in nature, yes. breathing, music. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if you can see um, my, my partner's a musician and a music producer so we have That's amazing all the time and yeah music is such a massive uplifting um tool to use so there is definitely and and ask for help you yeah. know sometimes you can't do this by yourself indeed sometimes you need someone you need an expert somebody that you can go to that can help guide you through that difficulty and that challenging time to get you back to you and bring you back bring you back to your heart for sure. Thank you so much. That's really amazing. So um, take us through your program and what you actually offer. Okay. Um, so I offer a 
very personalized coaching program. So it's completely based on your needs. Um, and depending on how long you need, usually three to six months. Yes. Uh, and we go through all the, di the different steps of what, what you want to change, what you want to transform, whether that's around your business or your personal life. Um, I also incorporate or can add a really beautiful, optional, exclusive solo retreat in Italy mm. when we can travel. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> um, when. <laughs> you get time with me face to face in Italy and it is the perfect place to reset, restore and refresh your soul. Um, I love that. Yeah. So in the coaching program, we really get to what matters to you, what lights you up. Um, and bring you back, as I said, to bring you back to who you really are. Yes. The social, um, be a look beyond, beyond all the societal expectations. Um, come back to your truth, uh, and and help you find. Because a lot of women don't even know what makes them, what brings them joy anymore. Yeah. So wrapped up in their families and all the things they've got to do, they've forgotten what brings them joy. So mm. the kind of personal it's a discovery a journey of discovery what really lights you up and makes your heart and soul sing uh, and then how do you do that how do you get there from from down no from feeling and exhausted and tired how do you get to this up here yeah. where you can be the best contribution to your loved ones but love every minute of it mm. um relish it and feel fulfilled and create success and happiness. Fantastic. That sounds like an amazing program. And so how can people get in touch with you? How can they reach you? They can reach me uh, via my LinkedIn link that's in the podcast. Yes. Um, they can also reach me. I highly recommend going on to my website and looking at more detail. Um, there's a newsletter there that you can sign up for with lots of regular tools and tips and the latest updates as to what I'm up to. Um, so, and you can, on my website, you can WhatsApp me from there. You can email me from there. Um, so yes, you can, and I'm happy to chat to anyone on the phone. Uh, you don't, you can book an appointment with me as well, but you can also send me a message and mm. I'm happy to arrange an, um, a discovery call to see where you are, where you want to be. And if I'm the person to help you. Fantastic. I'm not the person to help you then guide you to where maybe where it is that you know you what your next steps would be yeah absolutely thank you so much Jennifer it's such an amazing pleasure to have you on the show I'm so excited that you've been able to cover some great strategies and tips to help us to kind of overcome overwhelm and burnout especially for those who are starting business and those who are already in business as well and also for sharing your amazing coaching program with many of our audiences and our listeners so all your information and your details will be definitely um, put in the comment bar below so thank you so much any last words of encouragement as we wrap up just if you have a vision or if you have an idea of a vision yeah anything is possible when absolutely you're, when your mind your thoughts and your heart and your actions match and are in alignment, you are unstoppable. And I've, I can do it, so why not you? Yes, I love that. You know what? You've actually taken us 
to a great place as we wrap up. So thank you so much, Jennifer. A great pleasure to have you. And so to all our amazing listeners, thank you so much for your support. Join me next week um, on another amazing and exciting program as we welcome another guest again. So thank you so much for watching us tonight. Thank you, Jennifer, for being on the show. Um, thank you so much, everybody. Have a great evening. Stay blessed. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Thank you, Anna. Bye. You're welcome.